1: Well, speaking of that Bills talent, they have it everywhere on both sides of the ball. Which player worries you guys the most on Sunday on this Bills team?
2: Let's hear it, Nick. I, I gave my answer to Butker McDuffie, so who do you got?
0: <laughs> I am actually going to go with a guy Chiefs fans are very, very familiar with, Von Miller. And I'll be honest with you, I thought when the Bills gave him that massive contract that it was trying too hard right? You feel like you're trying to constantly accrue talent. It's an arms race in the AFC. And I thought for a guy that was going into his year 33 season at that position, you were overpaying. And I didn't know how much that was going to be worth it. Well, through five games, it's been very worth it. Von Miller has four sacks, does not look like he has lost the step. And now he gets to terrorize two guys in Orlando Brown Jr. and Andrew Wiley who have been struggling against, uh, not just pass rushers, but a specific type of pass rushers, speed rushers. Guess what type of pass rushers is. The Bills aren't, I mean, when we've already seen what the Bills pass rush looked like last year, they got better. And the offensive line for the Chiefs, which we thought was going to be a strength, has not performed up to the expectations that we had for them. I'm a little bit nervous that they're just going to be able to rush for get pressure on Patrick Mahomes and make life really difficult for this chief's offense.
2: I don't know if you know this, Nick, but the bills blitz, the second least amount in the entire NFL. So all they're going to do is rush for anyway. They only blitz 13% of the time. You know why? Cause those pass rushers are really good. Don't have to. Yeah. The, you know, when they're, when they're good, they don't have to, you've gone defense. So I'm going to go on the opposite side. I just talked about McDuffie. I think I'm going to go with Gabe Davis. Um, Excuse me. I know, look, I know <laughs> it's a bit off book. I know that I could go with some bigger name players. I understand that the reason why Gabe Davis worries me one, we all watched the AFC championship game last year, right? When he had had 500 yards to his damn name. And then he beat the chiefs for 203 touchdowns. Well, I don't like that. And while they're definitely better at corner than Mike Q's broken ankles left on the field, never to be seen again. He is a matchup nightmare for them. The wide receivers who have given them problems are not the Stefan Diggs type. They are the Gabe Davis type. They are Mike Evans, Mike Williams. They are the big, physical, fast wide receivers that have given them regular issues. And the Bills, in the two games, both in the game they lost and the game I thought they should have lost to Baltimore, Gabe Davis was a non-factor. He combined for four catches in those games for 45 yards total. So about two for 25, two for 22, you know, on average between those two games, he was a non-factor. So I'm worried that if he becomes a factor, the Chiefs are going to lose. And, and, you know, he would torch them last year. I I watched him beat the hell out of this defense last year. So he worries me. Guys,
1: are we forgetting about someone? (laughs) Wait, who? Uh, Josh Allen. Hello. The current... (laughs) NFL MVP front runner. We couldn't stop him last year. He's a coin flip away from the AFC Championship game and most likely winning a Super Bowl. There's no way the Rams would have stopped the Bills.
0: Hello, does Uh, does he not worry us a little? And uh, just to add, I guess to that, maybe he's so obvious that that's why Cody and I were both like, let's go off the board (laughs) a little bit.
1: What's the name? I'm just going to be obvious.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um. And here's the other thing, Kayla. He is really, really good, and he's almost even better against the Chiefs. He has that Mahomes type impact where he seems to be even better in big games. He does not shrink in moments. We've seen other guys that we want to compare to Mahomes, but you get in these big games and it's like, oh, they're not quite ready for it. He lives for these games. He's been. Damn, I mean, the game he played against the Chiefs, the two postseason games from last year, two perfect games of football. And it's a shame that that wasn't in, uh, you know, the AFC championship game, so we could have seen more of it. But the Chiefs have not had an answer for him, mostly because they can't adequately, or they haven't been able to adequately prepare for him as a runner. They were the worst team in the NFL last year against rushing quarterbacks.
2: On average yards allowed per game. Like, they straight up couldn't guard them. But Bolton's better, right?
0: Like he's better than they were. I know that. Then i Willie Gay in this game, but it's not about one guy though. You can't just, you can't st- with it with him, right? Specifically, Josh Allen. Yeah, six a- five. He is a freak of nature. He's impossible to bring down in the open field. You're not just going to have Nick Bolton spy him for four quarters. He- it's, just, it's it's more about to me. It's about game plan and like, do you have a couple guys? Do you have a safety who can come down and help as well? I know it looks different um, because most,
2: most of the great Russian quarterbacks we talk about don't look like him. He's a top five Russian quarterback of all time. He's an absolute horse. Like it's pretty unfair how he runs. He just doesn't look the way Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick did. So you don't think about it that way because most quarterbacks aren't power running quarterbacks. And that's what Josh Allen is. He can go right at you directly into your face and try to steamroll you through it I it's obviously a problem uh Kayla I don't it's not like it's the wrong answer to say that Shalin concerns you I just thought we all maybe knew that or agreed to it because he's he's so good he's just he's just so good Maybe that's it. Maybe I it's like, layout. by the way, no one missed Stefan Diggs, who has like oh, yeah. 600 yards receiving through five
0: games. <laughs> well, that's why I questioned your answer, Cody, because I was like, you objectively picked the worst of the two leading receivers. We're not, the
2: we're not, we're not ranking these. It's fine. We, we can, we're not ranking whose answer was the worst. But I chose somebody. I didn't want to go Stefan Diggs. They can't, they, you know what it is? They can't guard Stefan Diggs. Stefan Just Diggs like is going to have,
0: they can't guard Josh Allen either, right.
2: Yeah, he's going to have nine catches for 107 yards. I hope you accept that now. That is already fact. That's that's canner. That's that's into the books. We're good there. Gabe Davis, at least maybe they have some chance.
1: I was just looking up stats. Yeah, Josh Allen leading the Bills in rushing at 225. For reference, Clyde is our lead rusher with 223.
2: He's also (laughs) the Bills lead rusher in fairness, Kayla. So he leads all three rushers for the whole team's. The fact that he's on pace for like another 750 yards is just... And he's such a good passer. That's It's like normally we think rushing quarterbacks. Over 1,600
1: yards, Mahomes has 1,400. Pretty close on TDs, 14 for Allen, 15 for Mahomes.
2: So to clarify, Josh Allen leads the NFL in passing yardage, but also is both these teams leading (laughs) rusher. So, okay, that's a pretty good answer, Kayla. I don't think that you win... We'll rank them. Yours is the (laughs) the first best answer. Nick can finish second, and I'll take third for Gabe Davis.
1: Perfect. I'm going to write that down. Uh, Question for you guys. Is the Chiefs offense relying maybe too much on Travis Kelsey? Should we spread it around, even though Kelsey is really the only consistent player producing game in, game out?
2: No, they aren't. In the red zone? Eh, Maybe we can make an argument because he's on pace for 24 passing touchdowns and or receiving touchdowns. And that kind of seems silly on the rest of it. Absolutely not. This might surprise you to find out he doesn't get targeted way more than Juju Smith Schuster does
0: who doesn't get targeted significantly more than MVS does. So that's the problem, right? Cody. It's that Mahomes is trying to spread it around. I think, I think Kelsey has six more, seven more targets than Juju, but he has infinitely more production. To me, well, that, that is, is a product Travis of Kelsey. one guy gets. Yeah, but, but, uh, but that tells you what Mahomes is trying to do, spread it around, is not represented by the numbers that we're actually seeing at the end of games, which tells me what he's trying to do to the fullest extent is not working. This is not a product of Mahomes only looking towards Kelsey. That's why he's getting all the numbers. It's that he's trying to spread it around and those guys aren't getting separation. Now, yeah, you're right. It's Kelsey. We expect him to. But you expect your number one receiver, Juju, to produce more than he has. I don't think you can have a game against, if we just want to look at this one game, I don't think this can be another game where Kelsey is the only one producing. Like, I think you need Juju to be the number one receiver that you thought you were getting. You know, though, but MVS had
2: five catches for 90 yards and McColl had four for 73. So the fact that Juju didn't produce honestly didn't matter. This is Travis Kelsey's worst game from a yardage perspective by a mile. (laughs) They only overused him. They only overused him in the red zone. It wasn't everywhere. It was just, it was just there. Like to me, it's if I thought that Juju Smith Schuster would be as productive with the same number of targets as Travis Kelsey, well, then I was delusional. And I thought 2018 Juju Smith Schuster still existed and he doesn't nobody. And I mean, nobody that the chiefs have on their roster is going to be as productive given the same number of targets as Travis Kelsey. He's a unicorn. I would say more concerning maybe is that MVS is having as much production on less targets than Juju. That to me is more than the other opposite end of this. It's not, to me, it's in that game, they still scored 30. It was a problem in the early going, but I think they found something about themselves in this last game. The 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 Raiders did what you're saying. They, they took away Travis Kelsey. They said, we're going to run cover one and we're going to chip him and we're going to run two guys. And we're going to make it a problem. And between the 20s, it really was. Kelsey didn't have anything going. And for about Maddox, they didn't really know where to go with the ball because they didn't want to just go to Juju like you talked about. But by the time that game ended, they're like, oh, never mind. We can give it to Jarek and MVS and McColl and all these guys and Juju occasionally and all these guys we talked about before. So, I, I, Kayla, I don't know if you agree, but like, I just don't think they're overusing Kelsey yet.
1: No, I, I agree with you. Um, My only concern with this game Sunday is that the Bills were going to take notes from what they saw Monday and just kind of completely try to shut him down. I know he didn't do much, obviously, from a yards perspective, but specifically in the red zone, like, will he even be available as a target?
0: That's where I'm kind of at. It's like. Yeah, the, some things happened on Monday night that are not going to be existing against a much, much, much better build. Like I don't even, I almost don't even want to compare the two games. You played the Raiders. Now you're playing the bills. You played a team that's going to be picking in the top 10 of next year's draft. Now you're playing a team that might be in the Super Bowl this year. So there's part of me that says, okay, yeah, there's to a certain extent, there's only so much that opposing teams are going to be able to do against Travis Kelsey. But the other side is that, you might need to score. Like, if you had that performance on Monday, on Sunday, you're going to lose by double digits. You get down 17 nothing against the Bills. Game's over. You're not coming back from that. But that wasn't an offensive performance in general. That was just another slow start
2: for the Chiefs, which is a whole other problem that they consistently deal with. Mm-hmm. But in the red zone, you can't, like, in the red zone, if you're like, they're overusing them in the red zone, you can't triple team guys in the red zone. You know how easy of a touchdown is for Andy Reid? If you're just locking in two, three people into Kelsey, then it's over. We've already won. You've locked in two. You can do that going up and down the field. You just can't do that that close to the end zone. Otherwise, you really will run into those problems where other guys are wide open. Like on, on Travis Kelsey's third receiving touchdown. Yeah, they threw it to him. Okay, You could say, hey, should they just have kept force? What are they going to do if Kelsey doesn't keep being open? On that third passing touchdown, two other people were very, 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 very open. So I don't know. He threw it to Kelsey because he likes him. He could have thrown it to anyone else.
1: I think he's the first choice and also the safety net. (laughs) (laughs) He's picking up both roles. Did you, By the way, did you guys see the clip from uh, the Kelsey brothers podcast about those four touchdowns?
2: called him selfish
1: he's like i can't get my mom kids so here's four touchdowns instead
2: honestly that's a really good like i have kids so i guess if my and my parents weren't asking for more uh by the time (laughs) i had my two kids my dad already had like uh 15 grandkids or seven of us so he was already loaded my my kids were meaningless at that point by the count standard he wasn't like waiting for more um but that's a good that's a that's a pretty good line Look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I I couldn't get your kids, but you know, here, here are some touchdowns. Well, those two is a, is a, as a passerby.
1: Sorry, mom, I've got nothing for you. No touchdowns and no grandchildren. All right.
2: You have a successful (laughs) podcast. So, you know, who's to say that you haven't also really made your mom happy with that.
1: A silver lining. Thank you, Cody. All
2: right. A budding podcast career. (laughs)